guys. Hi, guys. Welcome back to a brand spanking new podcast. podcast. Yes, honestly, podcast. We're on the roll today. I know. We've been gone. I mean, we haven't filmed for the last, like, two weeks. But today, we are on it. We filmed a YouTube video. We took a couple of pictures, some videos for Instagram. And now we're filming a, filming a podcast. We are. So I feel like I can't be stopped. And hopefully we'll wake up early in the morning and film another podcast. And um, take some pictures before I have to go to work. Yeah. yeah. So in today's podcast, we've decided that we want to talk about boys, boys celibacy, boys. sex, um, holding ourselves accountable, um, hopefully holding you guys accountable if this is the same journey you're on, and pretty much our faith walk. Yeah. Um, last night we had this conversation in the car and I thought it was grand. <laughs> we kind of got into the nitty gritty of what we really want out of life. And we're, I feel like we've reached a pivotal point of realizing that there's more in waiting. Yeah. So, oh, that's so awesome. That's what we're going to talk about. But before we get into it, please follow us on our social media. All links will be down below if you're watching this on YouTube. If you're watching this on any other app like Spotify and maybe Google Play, we're not sure, sure yet where we're, pro- we're uh, broadcast it. But if not, my Instagram is Aniela Shea. And Zoria's is. My Instagram is Zoria underscore LNA. And our joint Instagram is Ania and Zoria L. And our podcast Instagram is honestly podcast with two T's on Instagram. Please go follow us. Subscribe to us if you listen to us on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what you do on Spotify. <laughs> follow. <laughs> I don't, I don't know either, but know. also, um, we have a Spotify playlist for Honestly Podcast coming very soon. We have to sit down and, you know, pick our favorite songs and everything and create that, but that's coming. Mm-hmm. But we also, um, have a Facebook for Honestly Podcast with two T's as well yes. at the end, at the end of podcast. <laughs> um, and then there's a podcast for Zinni and Zoria L too. So go and like our Facebook page. Right. And share us. To let people know that we are in the building and we are ready to chat. Ready to chat. But if you are interested <laughs> in this podcast, please keep on listening. by our celibacy journey and why we decided to be celibate from here on out until should we, we be transparent husband. is it too early i think we should be transparent it's okay. never too early it's honestly podcast it's true so um i will start off by saying that i have always had the intentions of waiting until marriage this is zoria talking to have sex yes this is zoria <laughs> i've always had that intention my entire life but i will say that sex has always kind of ruled over my life yeah i remember being younger and really like that was a lifelong goal for me to be um married and a virgin before i laid down with someone and sex literally entered the chat with a vengeance (laughs) (laughs) and um it's that old baby it kind of taught me a couple lessons that Yes, it was good that I made the, made the decision to be celibate at such a young age, but it was kind of out of innocence, I guess. And now I have so much knowledge in the subject that now I understand why it's necessary to wait until you're married. Yes. And I mean, personally, I've always thought that it's just so intimate. I think that's natural. I think mm-hmm. we all 
feel that that I mean especially for your first time whether you believe in waiting to marriage or not that that is such an intimate thing to be naked with somebody yeah but not only like physically naked but emotionally naked mm-hmm. and especially I mean we all know the same well not the same but what they say about boys not being able to connect that way as soon as girls do um and I feel like that's so important but I mean if you just look at that just that statement alone that's why the husband proposes. Yeah. That's why the husband pursues. Yeah. That's why the Because man, we're so ready. Yes. And we're kind of born with that instinct to be ready to give ourselves to someone. Mm-hmm. And I remember talking to my dad, or at least my dad talking to us when we were younger, saying that sex for men is so different because they are entering you rather than you are opening up to you're them. You're receiving them. Yeah. You're not really... You're not really... Uh, that's a good way of saying it it's it's i guess it it means so much more to us because we are literally on the receiving end on the receiving end of all this and whatever you have to give we receive whether that's hate love um loyalty anything we we literally get that yeah and and they're coming like i said they're coming (laughs) inside of us it will (laughs) very inappropriate rated r yeah a little rated r when you're receiving something, it's coming into you. Yeah. And it's so different because men, I mean, in the physical sense and in mm-hmm. the We're so I susceptible. Guess, yeah. sense, they're not they're not receiving anything. It takes a while for them to feel the emotion, feel the love, feel the connection yeah. and whatever the hormones they talk about. <laughs> um, but ours is immediate because you're entering us. That's why STDs show up yeah. easier in women. That's why um, pregnancy, all those things happen to women because we are on the receiving end. Yeah. But for my journey personally, I have yes, laid down. Well, with... it, it's no secret. Me and Zoria mm-hmm. have already done the deed. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think we've reached a point, especially with starting our careers about now, that I mean, last night I was talking to Zoria in the car and I was like, I really don't have a desire to be with anyone right now. Not to say that I would shut anybody down, but they're going to have to come with me mm-hmm. with the like the intention of wanting to marry me. Like it would have to be very apparent. Like I'm probably my husband, I'm probably going to shoot him down a couple of times before he really like snatches me up because <laughs> I am. And it's kind of sad to say, but I have kind of building up a wall. Mm-hmm. And I just don't want to go there anymore. It's it's not working. Yeah. And I don't. I'd rather go with something that I know could work. And doing this podcast and our Instagram and our YouTube channel, I know if I put all my all in that, I would be successful. Mm-hmm. And when I put my all in these relationships, it's never been successful. Yeah. So now I'm just like I'm ready to boss up. Yeah, I want to boss up. Like I, I think that's why I've been held back and not blaming any anybody that I've been with. But the fact that I, I don't know, I am so loving and it's innate in me to be a nurturer and mm-hmm. to make things work that I, I don't think I was, I mean. People I, take advantage of that. Yeah, like there's so much, there's so many factors mm-hmm. that I, we'll probably get into more. We're good people. But we didn't, I was giving my all to that and I needed to focus on my mm-hmm. career. But I've also, also in that, I've realized that I've been playing around with boys, not men. Yeah. And even in that thought process I've I've also realized that I am not a woman yet and I am ready to become who I am going to be I want to be a honorable woman a Christian woman I want to be somebody that my husband is looking for a proper 31 woman Mm -hmm. I I think on our last podcast we talked more about that Mm -hmm. but I really really 
admire a woman who takes care of her home, who takes care of her man, her kids, like really put that on the forefront of their lives. Mm -hmm. Um, Because like I was thinking to myself in the car that I was driving alone and I was thinking to myself, it's kind of like with men in the biblical sense that we're kind of there to serve them. And that's like, that's kind of messed up. <laughs> and then in my head, after the afterthought, after thinking that, I was like, but I'm so willing. It's my, it's my, it's my, it's my honor. It's my privilege. It's, it's yes. not, it's not like a forced situation. But I want to do it to a man but he who serves is, you as well. Right. I want to do it to a man who is worthy of it. Mm-hmm. And I think because my nature is so serving, they the men that I have, or sorry, boys, <laughs> the the boys that I have um, encountered, they took advantage of that. And it's sad, but I put myself in a vulnerable place because, again, although they were boys, I was also a girl. Yeah. Like a woman wouldn't allow that to happen yeah. because she knows her worth. And not to say I didn't know my worth. I just was living up to my potential. Yeah. So now I am so ready to be on top of what... I am called to be who I am going to be, what I'm going to be, my purpose, all that. So I am going to just kind of breeze through my uh, journey. Yeah. So like I said, we've always grown up wanting to wait till marriage, but I got my first boyfriend and I was like living the life, like so excited. He's going to be my husband, which I would not say I'm naive. A lot of people have to say that. Mm -hmm. I still believe to this day that he could and should in my opinion and this maybe it's because i'm not completely over it be my husband um because i was very very picky i have always known exactly what i'm looking for and i will say now and i'll say to his face if we ever see each other again that he was what i was looking for yeah like it wasn't a situation of oh well i'm just gonna pick anybody and because he's my first like we have to get married <laughs> like it, it wasn't like that like i i feel like i was very i mean obviously there's mistakes that i made but it was very um precise decisions that i made yeah um and i fought for this relationship um we were together for a very long time years upon years but needless to say we did the nasty <laughs> so i would I guess my journey, I've only been with one person, and I feel like Zania can speak on a different um, perspective, because I've only been with one person. I I feel that I'm still dealing with a soul Well, tie. see, I think what the issue was is that Zori was with one person, but I longed to be with one person, so when one didn't work out, I jumped head first into the next person, because I was like, well, I'm going to get my one person sooner or later. I just got to work a little bit harder, Yeah, and it just live from heartbreak to heartbreak to heartbreak yeah. to heartbreak and, and it like, was like what the heck as time has gone on because to be honest this wound is still kind of fresh like i still find myself being pretty upset and sad about this relationship um even like today like last night <laughs> but i um i think i'm dealing with a soul tie to be honest and i've been praying that that be broken but i feel like there's a little hope in me that's like oh no i don't have to deal with that because it's gonna come back yeah i don't know that probably won't happen yeah but um basically i never really wanted to have sex before marriage but i did it with the guy that i was dating you assumed that you were gonna marry yeah and i said well it's not a big deal well it is a big deal but it's okay if i marry him yeah because i'm not gonna be with anybody else and low-key I didn't want to be with anybody else that was part of the reason why I stayed in relationship because mm-hmm. I didn't want to give to I didn't want to start over I didn't want to give myself to somebody else like I was already so in love with this person like I didn't want to 
do that again. Like I, I, I don't, I didn't want to have multiple partners, and that's something that still kind of hurts my feelings today. Aww. That I would, <laughs> I'm not able to give my husband all of me anymore because I gave it to somebody else. Well, I, I just don't think that's true because today I was thinking about it. And I was like, I saw a sex scene. <laughs> We've been watching Grey's Anatomy. And if you've ever watched Grey's Anatomy, it's full of sex scenes. <laughs> but um, it was Christina and Owen's first time doing the deed. <laughs> and uh, she was, like, the way that they panned it out and, like, how it was. Like, he was gentle with her. And I was looking at it like, that's going to be my first time. Like, I don't, I don't claim my actual first time as my first time. Like, really? Like, first my first time having actual real loving sex with my <laughs> husband is going to be my first time having sex for real. Cause I think what I've been doing is just child's play. When I get, <laughs> when I get the real thing. <laughs> well, I would like to say, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. And to piggyback off of that, I feel like I was having, I don't know. We will have to talk to the other guy. Well. But I feel like I was having <laughs> loving like, I wasn't, like, just screwing around. Like Oh, I my was, God. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, we were, I mean, for me, it was an act of love when I had yeah. sex. Yeah. I mean, there was other times that were, like, you know, Well, see, I, think, I do think and, that's a difference because yeah. maybe, for me, it's so different because I think all the times that I did it, it was an act of lust. Mm-hmm. It wasn't an act of love. So, to now that I've made the decision to wait... Like, I am purposely, like, holding on to that moment where it is a purposeful act of yeah love. Now, I will like to say, like I said, I feel like sex has ruined my life. Even though I wanted to wait till marriage, I feel like masturbation. Oof! And I know, we're going in. Oof! Masturbation and porn has been a constant. It, it really feeds into that desire Yeah, and I sex. think that's why I had sex. Yeah, because I have been it's 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 another version of temptation. Yeah. And so I feel like I had so much of that in my life and that was something I was always battling mm-hmm. with. And also that's something that we're cutting out too. Yes. I well to to get to my point, basically all of that I feel like led up to me having sex with my boyfriend. Mhm. And then wanting to stay in that relationship because I mean, there was more than just the sex. Like I I wanted to be with him for more than one thing. But this is just a grown-up conversation. I know. Rated <laughs> R. But, I mean, but, it's, honestly, we should be able to talk about anything and we want to. Um, but I really, like, wanted to take a break from the political talk and mainstream, I guess, talk of what was going on, even though we'll put it, biblical things to it. I really wanted to, like, talk about what really is ailing us mm-hmm. in the present time so that we can hold ourselves accountable and maybe toward the end we can go over some tips not only for y'all if you are struggling uh, with sex and wanting to or considering to be celibate but for us to listen back to and listen to the tips that we're talking about now yeah. and have hope that how what I was thinking about in the moment of talking about being celibate and what I want will keep me going if I have a time of struggle yes so basically with masturbation being something constant in my life and then having sex with my ex and then breaking up and all those things happen, I realized that I only wanted to have... Well, well, within the relationship, I didn't want to masturbate because I wanted to be with him. Yeah. Because that was personal to me. Mm-hmm. And it was not the same. It's like you're robbing your partner of that experience. Yes. But on top of that, after we broke up, like I had no desire to masturbate or to do anything sexual because i don't know 
I guess since I already experienced the loving part of it, mm-hmm. um, because I mean I believe that he loved me. Mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe not as much as I did, but whatever. <laughs> well, uh, I think but that I think I, there's a difference. People yeah. equate love with I care about you, like I like you, like <laughs> I'll be with you. Yeah. But like love, that's not what love is. Oh, love. I wasn't quitting. Like maybe we should <laughs> sit down and talk about what love is. The verse, like yeah. the verse in the Bible, love is so beyond a sexual thing. It's even beyond a physical thing. It is so spiritual. Like and, when I talk about how I love people, yes, like that, it is unconditional, unfailing. Mm-hmm. That I don't believe you can fall out of love. Yeah, if it's unfailing, it does not fail. is is in the sentence Mm -hmm. so when people say oh we just fell out of love when we grew apart now i do believe you can grow apart from people but to actively fall out of love with someone you were never in love maybe you could have been yeah because love never fails god doesn't fall out of love with us what is that corinthians don't even try it okay sis it's in corinthians it is in corinthians (laughs) but um yeah that's basically my story masturbation having sex with an ex then breaking up and now i'm to the point of i am looking for my husband and i am not dealing with i have my blinders on like literally like i feel like i mean honestly i think i had this beforehand that's why i've only had one boyfriend Mm -hmm. but i am literally not dealing with anything less than what is expected i am i i i feel like i feel it in my soul little to no exception yeah i feel that the next person that i give my time to is going to be my husband and i honestly feel like god is doing something pivotal in our current state yeah and i think he wanted us to be single yeah and i think that i could have been single but we, i was playing around before, and he was like girl hurry yeah. up and break up with him <laughs> before we started our podcast missouri was having her issues with her current boyfriend at the time i made the statement that i and to her, and I was like, I think we should be single when we start this process. Yeah. And we kind of, it was just like something we said, and then we moved past it. But now, look at us now. Single. Single. It was inevitable. Yes. <laughs> and now, doing what we really want to do. And, and I, I feel so free. I am so fulfilled in this. Like, yeah. I don't need a boy's time. I don't need to give my time to anyone. I want to give my time to what I want to feed into and grow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I really do feel like we are on the brink of our purpose. Mm -hmm. And like, even last night we were talking about how we want to be, how do, how we want to be portrayed on social media and how we wanted people to see us and talk about us. And that has to be so intentional. Yeah. But I think there's so many lessons learned in being celibate because you kind of, you take out the boy part and you, enter into i am growing i am learning and this is the season i'm in mm-hmm. and i don't have time to backtrack yeah like right like, now i'm not like i don't want any distractions in the sense of that's gonna hold me back like i want a husband that is gonna propel me yes i ma'am. want a husband that is most likely has the same vision the same purpose same goal whatever that i have i don't want to spend my time trying to convince someone to be celibate with me yeah like i want you to come to the table saying that you're worth the weight and i am too Ooh, and i want to marry you <laughs> but first so i'm gonna court you yes and mm-hmm. on top of that like i personally i think that you should date with intention yeah the intention of marriage i think that's the only reason that we date yeah i don't believe dating is for fun because you're playing with your heart you're playing with your emotions yeah and it's not fun 
Like, it's nothing. I mean, <laughs> when me and my ex broke up for the first time, because we broke up multiple times, when we broke up for the first time, I wasn't eating. I wasn't, like, all I Sleeping. was, I was a mommy. She like, wasn't even hungry. I wasn't hungry. Like, it was, like, <laughs> days that I did not eat. Like, all these things, because I was so connected to him, mm-hmm. I was connected to a person that was not my husband. Yeah. I was connected to somebody that it's fueled with I heartbreak. gave him the power to destroy that part of me. Yeah. And I have to take it back. Because Amen. it's not his. Amen. I didn't give it to him. You because did. I did not stand before God and say that I commit to you. Yeah. And he didn't either. And he did not either. Do not commit to a man that, that won't, won't commit to you. And a man commits first. Yes. Because he is asking you to enter marriage with him. Mm-hmm. Not the other way around. And it's so powerful. I think that's why I get so emotional when I see men cry. Or even proposals in general. Because it you most of the time you know it's from a genuine place because yeah. like we said men take longer yeah. to get that connection the hormones and whatever they talk about <laughs> it takes longer for that to happen but i think that when it does happen it's so powerful yes ma'am. And it's so strong that it's like this is what we've been waiting for yeah so let's end this podcast with some tips on how to be celibate or what we are doing to- i guess i'll give three tips i'll let you give three tips so, I guess my number one tip would be, and everybody says this is so cliche, but don't put yourself in positions of temptation. That is, like, an absolute no-no. <laughs> um, don't be alone with someone. Don't be in the dark with someone. Don't be laid down with someone. Now, the- there's times that I worked actively hard to make sure I had all those things happening. Yes. Because <laughs> I knew what I was doing. <laughs> right. So, and also... um, if you have an apartment, a house, wherever you are, make it a no-boy zone. No man That's what we're doing right slash now. boy, especially boy, should be in mm-hmm. your apartment that does, has not pledged his commitment to you. Whether it's saying that I pledge to be your husband and propose or I pledge to someday be your husband and I'm going to court you and a man wouldn't come upstairs mm-hmm. because you don't tamper with temptation. So that would be my number one. Um, my number two would be, I mean, to be celibate, it's, it's, it's an intentional thing. You can't just say, oh, I'm celibate, and then it just happens. Like, you have to do it on purpose. So I would say dive into the word, fill your time with God, and also when you get those urges, even with masturbation or temptation with wanting to have sex, leave the house. Mm-hmm. Go to your leasing office. Go to the store. Go to the mall. Go to the park. <laughs> go just get, get out of being alone because that's when the devil attacks. Yeah. So, if you have friends, tell them to come and sit with you. And if you have a close friend that you're willing to talk to them about this, or talk about this with them. Mm-hmm. If they um tell them. Like, have them be your accountability partner. Mm-hmm. Like, when you're struggling with it, call them up and say, hey, girl, I'm feeling some type of way. <laughs> <laughs> Come and sit with me. Yeah. And friends sit with each other. I think in Joe, I think Joe, when his, whoever it was in the Bible, when it, um his whole family died and everything was, was taken, from him, taken from him, they all sat with him. They didn't say anything. And I think they said, like, three days and three nights. I can't remember the exact number, but they sat in silence the entire time. And I was like, that's what friends do. Mm -hmm. Friends are there to be, just be there for you. Like, you don't, like, when you're going through something hard or even something difficult, friends are there to support you, be there for you, and speak when it's appropriate and be silent when it's appropriate. So make sure you have a good support system. 
And I think my number three thing would be um, pray about it. Mm-hmm. Just ask God to lead you and help you. Um, now, me and Zori, we're struggling with our prayer life, but I talk to God all day. <laughs> I don't, like, necessarily get on my knees, and I think that is a different kind of submission and worship and surrendering that you do. But in my head, I used to think, well, God doesn't want me to do this, and God doesn't like that. And I started directing those thoughts directly to him. So I'll say, you don't want this for me. You don't need this. Like, I don't need this. You know what's best for me. Like, like I'm having a conversation with him. And I think that made it better because it's like it made it a little bit more intimate, a little bit more personal conversation rather than me. It's it, it's kind of a test of faith. Mm-hmm. It's like I believe God is real. I don't have to be talking to myself. I can talk to him whenever, however, mm-hmm. and he's with me all day long. Yeah. So talk to God about it. Pray about it. Have your accountability partners and do not put yourself in um in situations that prompt temptation and if you're having an issue get out of the house so those will be <laughs> my three what are your three my three my first one would be to dive into your purpose mm-hmm. i think that it's good it is so important like even if you don't know what it is yet i think that i've always known what my purpose is and i never really like jumped into it and i honestly think that god was waiting on me to end this relationship in order to dive into my purpose because of what I wanted to do, and especially with having social media and a platform, it was so important, like reputation-wise, all of these things, um, because we weren't compatible in that sense. Like, we weren't on the same page, uh, like, relationship with God-wise. Yeah. Um, That it was hypocritical for me to even be dating him. (sighs) So, I think that dive into your purpose and really, really dig into it. Like, pray about it. Go to church. I feel like our purpose became more apparent through church. Yeah. Um, and also just watching people that you aspire, I guess, to be like. Not in the sense of idolizing, mm-hmm. but people that you believe are doing what you think that you want to do. Yeah. Um, second thing I would say is to start taking care of yourself. Oh, get out of the house. Like Zania said. This is good. But I think, mm-hmm. like... Exercising. Yeah, it's almost like a busy distraction kind of thing. Like, exercising. Like cleaning I'm, your house. I've been going to the gym. I've been cleaning my house. I've been uh, looking at health um, recipes and mm-hmm. going grocery shopping and being it's like more giving intentional. Your, it's, a, it's like refreshing your hope. Yes. Like, giving yourself hope that I can totally do this. Like, <laughs> why am I feeling so weak in this moment when I am so strong? Like... Yeah. If God is with me, who's against me? Yep. And so that's what I say. I say dive into your health, dive into exercise. Means when you start taking walks. Yeah. And like before you know it, the day is over and you're going to bed. Yeah. You haven't even thought about sex. You haven't even thought about masturbating. Just fill up your time. Fill up your time with something. My third thing would be oh, I'm kind of struggling with this. (laughs) I maybe. I'm going in between two things. I'm thinking. You can do both. Okay. Well, I would say, like Zania said, read your Bible. And always read your Bible. Yeah. But also um, reading in general, the information in general. Yeah. Learn. Just, just. Like, there's up. so many YouTube videos on celibacy. Yeah, like, pick up something. Like, I think reading for me, I like to read. Um, and you don't have to be a freaking genius, fastest reader in the world. Take your time. I don't think I am. Yeah. But I read with all of my free time. I read it mm-hmm. like when I'm in bed. I wake up and I start reading. I read before I go to sleep. I read in the shower. <laughs> I read all the time. And I love it because there's so much out there mm-hmm. that you have never like even thought about. 
Like, there's more to this world than just your world. It's yeah. more than just your job. And um, there's so many people like you. You just have to find them. And then the other thing I would say is dive into the spirit of excellence. Ooh. So I would say dive into, like, for me, and I'm still struggling with this because, mostly because I feel like I'm not within my purpose. Yeah. But, like, at work, if I, like, getting myself up and on time mm-hmm. and doing my makeup picking out my outfit like making myself feel good like um, pampering and then when i'm at work doing my very best work yeah. doing my like just dive into a spirit of excellence whatever you're doing if you're in high school like doing, in everything yeah studying and like if i'm gonna clean my car i'm gonna clean the whole thing yeah if i'm gonna do my hair i'm gonna finish if i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna finish like if i'm in college if i'm gonna do my homework i'm gonna study and i'm gonna learn it's this it's gonna be my best work it's gonna be my best work and that's excellence mm-hmm. um i like that you said that because it's mm-hmm. true it's like if i'm gonna operate in excellence i can't partially be celibate yeah, I, if I'm gonna be excellent in celibacy, I'm going to. It's intentional. It's an everyday decision. Mm-hmm. It's not something you make up your mind to do today and then tomorrow's like, oh, don't really mean that. <laughs> like, I'll start over tomorrow. Yeah, it's just like no. Like, let's make up our minds. Let's be excellent. Let's be excellent in everything that we're doing, including celibacy, including masturbation, because I think that's a part of celibacy. And I don't know about you, but do you believe? Because there's not there's not Bible verses on masturbation being a sin, but do you personally believe that it is? Personally, I believe it is. I heard um, or I watched a video before on um, somebody asking that same question, and he said, "Well, like he said, there's nothing." specifically in the bible about masturbation but he does talk about lust yeah and what are you feeling like i doubt that anybody's masturbating without lusting after a picture a video a person (laughs) yourself yourself whatever it may be like it's a sexual act but i also believe that sex was not intended for one person it was intended for two people to enjoy like it's kind of and it's better now that we've had sex like i could sit and do that but it's always better with someone else. Yeah, and I think that it's contradictory to for the Bible for the Bible to say wait until marriage, but you can enjoy all the perks of basically of marriage, of sex, of sex without being married. Yeah. So, um, well, I say, and I also, but I to answer your question more thoroughly, mm-hmm. um, means me to talk about your conscience all the time. Yeah, and I Conviction. know every single time that I have ever masturbated or done anything like that, I immediately feel guilty. Yeah, and that's how I and God know. doesn't God that is not the spirit of God. Yeah, God is peace. Oh, and there's a definite difference because yeah. even when I had was having sex with my ex, I never felt guilt. Well. Not never. But I didn't feel guilty the same way that I felt guilty after masturbating. Yeah. Like, I felt... I wasn't guilty after having sex. I felt sad that I wasn't married. Yeah. I felt like, well, this is such a waste. Because I knew as time was going on and I was still having sex with this person, that we weren't going to get married. Like, it wasn't going to be us. It's sad, yeah. And, like, if I could have that commitment from mm -hmm. that person, if I knew it was going to be us, then I feel like I would have just kept on, like, not saying that's the right thing. Yeah. But I would have kept on doing it because sex marries you to somebody. But I think that proves that... God is not keeping us from sex, like, just to be mean. Like, it's it's protection. And like I said in the beginning, now that we've done it and we can see the other side of it, we know that the grass is not greener. And we... <laughs> it's uh, You willingly real go... Real nasty. Yeah, you, really, you willingly go back into those boundaries because it's safe there. It's your safe place. And yeah. God, you run to God 
for shelter. And I feel so much happier. And refuge, yeah. Even though I'm sad about the relationship ending, I feel so much happier. I, I look back and I'm like, who is that girl? Yeah. Like, she was being, I was holding myself, myself back from my purpose. Yeah. For so long. And I could have been doing this so long ago. Yeah. But and, I am yeah. so, so excited to be ready and pure. Like, I really believe that I've been renewed. And I am constantly being renewed every day by the good Lord. Refined. Yes. And I believe, like, my mom was always like, you, you know, you can't wear white on your wedding <laughs> And I'm like, bro, I feel so washed clean by God that the only color I can wear is white. Ah! <laughs> and said, I'm wearing white. I'm wearing white. And it's not to prove a point. It's just like I really do feel pure for my husband if I go through what I'm, what, what I'm trying to do right now. And that excites me. And that's what keeps me going. It's the excitement of having my first time with my husband. I'm still in limbo. I'm still kind of hurt. Um, <laughs> to be honest. I mean, I'm still kind of hurt too. I still feel like I don't want to have sex with anybody else. I don't either. And I'm still... I don't know. For me, I'm still kind of like... I don't even want to, like, look. I mean, I, I, I keep saying to myself that I want a husband, and I do. And, <laughs> I, I mean, I want a boyfriend. I want somebody to come in my life. But, honestly, when a chance comes, I'm like, no, I I have somebody in my heart. Aww. <laughs> it's a healing process. Yeah, yeah. But I think those are fantastic tips, not only for y'all but even for us like i think it's like a good reminder this is a podcast that i'm gonna come back and listen to all the time like in the time and i i encourage y'all to do the same in the time that you're struggling if you like this episode put in your favorites (laughs) and when you're like by yourself and you're struggling just put it on Mm -hmm. oh another big tip we'd even talk about don't listen and don't follow on any social media people that portray sex. Oh, Megan Thee Stallion? That's a no. Cardi B? <laughs> heck no. Nicki Minaj? You gotta go. We're not doing it no more. Because those people, for, and I'm gonna get a little bit harsh, but they're, they are liars. Mm-hmm. They glamorize this life, but once you get into it, they're not there to see the aftermath. That is hurt and pain in that. Mm-hmm. They are lying to you and they're living a separate life. Either they're living the life that they're telling you about in their songs or they're telling you about this life that they're not living and they actually are living a life that is good but feeding a lie to you for money don't listen to it wop turn that off <laughs> i'm so sick of people doing that wop dance on instagram and tiktok it yes it's ridiculous humping the floor grinding like don't look at that stuff that your, stuff is gonna make you want to have sex like with your baby <laughs> and i it's so true it makes you not only want to have sex but just the sin in general like i can tell that my whole mood and attitude changes when i turn on that music really fast from that like i obviously we can't escape it because it's in the world but really intentionally when you're on your, on your own and alone in your car put on some music that is God fearing, God worshiping, um, and it doesn't necessarily have to be gospel. Even R and B is better than that crap. There is rap music, that gospel rap music that's not corny and not lame. Um, like I talked about in our Spotify playlist that we're gonna be making very soon, we're gonna have some of that music for you. But there is music we found, gospel music that's hit the same. That it hit the same. It got the beat. It got <laughs> it got everything you're looking for. So yes, I hope you guys enjoyed this conversation. I think we hit so many points. Mm-hmm. Um, please subscribe to our channel. I think conversations like this are healthy and not a lot of people and are having them. And they should be them. happening. Yeah, they need to happen. It shouldn't be a secret. And me and Zori, we're, we are deciding to be vulnerable with y'all because we want you to know that this podcast is 
a testimonial. It's our ministry. It is. It's not to show that we're higher, self-righteous, whatever it is. We're not, we're no better than anybody else. We just want to go through life with y'all listening. Mm -hmm. Like to let you know what is happening with us in the current time. And this is current. This is exactly what we have been talking about, doing, practicing. And if we fail, we fail. But obviously I think some things should be remain personal. But I think things like this should have never been personal because it leads people astray. Mm. and we are or at least i can say for myself a result of that so i would love to save someone's life by telling them girl don't do it sorry i had a cough attack (laughs) don't do it that man oh i'm sorry that boy if he is trying to get in your pants he is not a man and you are looking for a man yes and I am currently looking for a man. We're looking I'm, for somebody that will lay their life down for you. And I feel like that verse is always skipped because they always talk about what a woman is uh, su- supposed to do, like cooking and cleaning, all this stuff. So women have to do so men much. Men are held to a high that standard. High, held to, I would rather be a woman. Yes. And thank God. Thank God. And God put so much time. He put so much precision, precision in all of us. But as a woman... Yeah. That we're, I mean, we're fearfully and wonderful. Like, we're made. phenomenal. Don't get me wrong. But a man, there's, like, there's a respect I want to give. I want to honor my husband. Yeah. I want him to be a God-fearing man that raises God-fearing children that leads a God-fearing woman. Ooh, That's so what I want. A God that loves the Lord more than he loves me. Yes. That seeks wisdom, seeks his face before anything else. Yes. When everything is done in order, there's enough love to go around. Oh, so yeah, that is powerful. <laughs> that is so powerful. When things are done in order, there's enough love to go around. We need to put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> we need to put it on a t-shirt. <laughs> but that is it for us. I hope you enjoyed us. All links will be in the bio. Yeah. Again, follow us on Instagram. Honestly, podcast with two T's. On Facebook as well. Yes. Like the page. Yes, my Instagram is in the Lachey. My Instagram is Zoria underscore Lene. And our joint Instagram is Ania and Zoria L. And Zoria L. And that's it for this podcast. We will, will you hear us? <laughs> I was joking with that with my manager today. Like she was like, I guess I'll hear you on the phone today. I don't know when I'll see you again, but yeah, I will. Yeah, well, y'all will hear us again next <laughs> Wednesday um, on our next podcast. Yeah. But, Remember, stay blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed and pray often. Pray often. Mm, we love you guys. We love you so much. You can do this, chick. You can do or it. Or a bra. Sorry. <laughs> we might have some bras listening. <laughs> I don't want to do that. I hope so. <laughs> but yeah, subscribe to our channel. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.